after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. We're bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper. Coming up today on the show, <laughs> we're going to be whispering. But first, let me introduce Genevieve Has, who's sitting directly across from me. Hello, Genevieve. Hello. Sorry, I broke my rhythm. I accidentally started whispering before I introduced you. That's okay. I just, now I'm off. Now I'm just off. The rest of the show's <laughs> going to be off. Uh-oh. Uh, but we are going to be whispering today. I'm sorry, we're going to be whispering you asked me right as you sat down to record the show hey haven't we done this before i don't think we've done this now there has been a trend in advertising in the past five years or so i feel like it's ebbing now a little bit but like the introduction of asmr into commercials yeah zoe kravitz had a famous one i think for coke or diet coke maybe uh during a it was a super bowl oh, ad maybe it was michelob actually. i think it was i was, I was, was gonna beer. say i think yeah. it was a beer but yeah. um yeah i feel like asmr for like a hot second marketers were like hey what's this new asmr thing not yeah. that new but like right. what's this asmr thing like how can we monetize it and then it was, you know, fairly quickly, I think that the quick that they realized that like ASMR doesn't really lend itself to marketing that much. I would disagree with that. Really? I do want to say we're not talking ASMR today. These are all the commercials that use whispering. And some of these are really classic commercials or old timey commercials, maybe, if not classics themselves to modern commercials. But I'm I'm avoiding the ASMR trope today. But I will say that, like, I think maybe even one that... Did this inspire the idea? I don't think so. I did come across one that we won't be playing. That was for like Burger King's new like sausage or I'm sorry, like a bacon burger or something. And so it's like the whispering while you see the bacon frying and you hear all the textural sounds that go into a delicious burger. Um, sorry. <laughs> what goes into a delicious burger? Hey, hamburglar. Settle down. Um, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's still something that if you're showing if you're doing like the close up food porn shots along with elements of ASMR, I actually think it is a good, very evocative advertising strategy. You know what I mean? You're watching TV, you're yeah. hungry during the football game. You're like looking at these burgers as they sizzle. That can be very, very compelling. But today we're, we're going to look at other ways people use whispering from like, you know, new parents don't wake the baby. <laughs> to some good comedic stuff, to all kinds of stuff. Plus, um, you mentioned last week on the show that this week we're in store for possibly the best listener-submitted jingle ever. Is that how you put it, or the most special It's pretty jingle? special. Okay, yeah. all right. I feel like you're so drilled in, d dialed into this, and like, like now can it live up to your expectations? Maybe I, well, I, maybe you I set, set them. I, I set them, but but I didn't know how excited you were going to get. I still have no idea what it is. Um, you put a link in here. I'll hit play on the voicemail machine. But I did want to say, this is just one of many jingles we have today. I don't even know if we're going to get through them all. We there, have like four or five jingles. We suddenly are awash in jingles. I love it yeah, so much. Thank you, ad counselors. You're really coming through for us. Let's kick things off, though, with a whisper. <laughs> All right, Veeves, give me the quick download on Sean Young. 
This is an actor that you know a oh, lot about. Oh, Sean Young. Well, Blade Runner first and foremost. Blade Runner. Right? Um, and she was in a lot of good stuff in the 80s. She was in No Way Out, which was a remake of The Big Clock. Uh-huh. Um, and she had a she had a real career. And then she got a reputation for being crazy. And she did do some somewhat crazy things, like allegedly showing up for the Catwoman audition for the 19... What would that be? The 1990 Batman sequel. Eight, oh, the sequel. Okay, uh, so not 89's Batman. Yeah, but, the, but you know, the same... That sure. same series. Showing up, like, fully in costume... As Catwoman, didn't we find out that there was a bit of an uh, urban legend about that? She showed up on a daytime talk show dressed up as Catwoman. I to may make be misremembering. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I may be misremembering what she did that was deemed crazy. But I, what my, what I, my larger point was that I think we're all having to reevaluate whether female actors yeah. of that era were quote unquote crazy or quote unquote wouldn't sleep with someone. Right. Exactly. Being Weinstein. Yeah. She also has been Sean Young in commercials for something called Nuance Perfume. How great is that for a name of a perfume? Whisper to me. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper. Whisper to me. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper with Nuance. Nuance, as soft and as provocative as a whisper. Nuance lasts and lasts. And like a whisper, is impossible to resist. Whisper to me. someone's attention there's your classic perfume commercial Do you know what i love about that perfume commercial everything everything starting with everything uh-huh. narrowing it down and narrowing to... it down to it's about perfume it shows a woman uh-huh. describing the impact like the the way the perfume kind of uh obviously she's not using words like exactly how it smells but the idea that it's a subtle fragrance mm-hmm. they show her putting it on and like kind of being next to the guy while she's whispering in his ear. And it like, it really conveys a sense to me of what perfume would be like, what the perfume would be like to wear. As opposed to just somebody walking around with maybe like fake horns on their head as they walk through some art gallery. Some art gallery with, with like, I don't know. But then they're popping out from the ceiling and stairs are going up and down and yeah, sideways. Yeah, pick your surreal, <laughs> your surreal landscape and that's a normal perfume commercial. Here's another one for the same product, but it's also 1977. I do not believe this is Sean Young in this one. And there's no fella either. This is just a woman talking to the camera. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper. If you want to capture someone's attention, whisper. Nuance Perfume by Cody speaks as softly as a whisper. Nuance lasts and lasts, yet is so exquisitely delicate that it draws people closer, like a whisper. Nuance by Cody. That one has a little bit more of a gothic feel to it. Yes, She's it feels, wandering around a room with a giant mirror. It and feels candles. like yeah, like a sort of a Bronte esque. Yeah. Uh, like there's the woman is wandering through this sort of candle lit, sort of old fashioned room in a in a white gown, and she's got her hair piled up in a kind of a kind of a, a bouffant, and she just it really gives off like crazy wife in the attic vibes (laughs) yes let me ask you something unrelated to the production of that or actually Uh quite related to the production of that commercial which is how do they get the sound for for something like that like how Uh do they have to dub the sound later like can you can you boom mic somebody whispering i don't think so i think you're right it's probably overdubbed 
later. Because even if you were wearing some sort of a lapel mic, like that whisper is just not going to be coming through. Yeah. So these are awesome. These are some sound engineer challenges. You know, I was about to jump to a more modern commercial, but I feel like that would be kind of abrupt. So I'm going <laughs> to keep it in the oldie times, actually going back by 11 years to 1966. I found a version of this commercial, the, the most common version of this commercial as it's bouncing around YouTube must have been played in some sort of like variety show where they were talking about commercials because it almost there you could hear an audience laughing and at first i was like is this a fake commercial is this like a snl commercial but no it was a real product and it was a real commercial but you remember like in the 80s and 90s i feel like there were like there was some sort of like special once a year two-hour show on sunday nights that was all about the best commercials in the world for that year do you remember this yeah vaguely it was a thing so yeah. i'm wondering if that if this was played in some sort of, um, you know, venue like that. And that's why in one version I heard you could hear an audience laughing. But <laughs> it, I looked it up. It truly was a product. This commercial is terrifying. <laughs> this is the black and white version. There's a color one, too. The color one is more terrifying. This is for a doll, a toy doll from Mattel called Baby Secret Doll. I already don't like it. And it begins in a little girl's bedroom, and uh, she's in bed, and she's in her pajamas, and she's with her, she's with her little secret telling doll, which is also wearing pajamas. Can you keep a secret? Then listen to Mattel's new baby secret. Now, could you tell what that baby doll said? No, and please don't tell me because I'm afraid it will put its evil in me. <laughs> they do a very close up on the doll's face. The little rubber lips are kind of moving a little bit. And the doll says, is anyone else awake? Oh in what God. I consider to be a threatening manner. You know what you want to teach little kids? To keep secrets? To keep secrets. Yeah, I know yeah. everything about this is terrible. Secret. Then listen to Mattel's new baby secret. She whispers just to you, and her lips really move when she talks. It's almost unbelievable. I want to tell you something. Ah! Baby Secret tells lots of secrets. Send it so back to hell. She'll say next. And she looks so real, the way her lips move like yours. Does this not seem like I thought it was SNL? I this like to whisper beyond, in the dark. This is beyond parody. This I is mean, this makes Chucky. Terrifying. I would rather have Chucky. And they I go, would rather have the actual, <laughs> co you know. You feel like you conscious, could actually relate to Chucky? I at least feel like I could maybe reason with Chucky. <laughs> this thing is terrifying. She can even pose the way you want. Get Mattel's soft and wonderful new baby secret so you can have fun keeping secrets together. What kind? If we told, they wouldn't be secrets anymore. I don't even know what it's saying in there at the end. It says, I know a secret, do you? Oh, I know a secret, do you? Why, that is terrifying. Why did they choose only phrases that sound <laughs> I know. terrifying when they're whispered? Am I, I mean, I looked it up. You can buy this thing on eBay. I'm not getting fooled by the internet, am I? I like, it seems like a, 
it just seems like a parody with a modern sensibility it of, really a, does. of a terrifying doll yeah. saying terrifying things in a whisper. And yet, if it were a modern parody, it would take it one step further yeah, to like signal right. that it's really a joke. Exactly, yeah. Um, but this is some really crazy shit. Do you want to know the weirdest thing about this commercial? Do you know who does the voice? Oh God, who? Zoe Kravitz. No, just joking. <laughs> um, yeah, that I, I really had to kind of double check on that one to make sure that I wasn't like, just playing something not, from like, SNL. Kind of famous for its awfulness, you know. It feels like it should have been memefied by now. I th- yeah, it's not famous, but I do think I found it in some roundup of commercials that was like the most terrifying commercials ever. Included in it was remember the and we have talked about this. Remember the face mask ones? You wear some sort of a a blank electronic face mask, and it's supposed to help your wrinkles or something. Yeah. We talked about it way back in the day and you yeah. just see this like person <laughs> sitting in a chair with this like blank mask on and it looks like I want to put my evil inside of you vibes oh god that um, that whisper doll though is just truly bananas it's yeah. like it defies imagination that even in the 60s or whenever it was made that there someone wasn't sort of cognizant of how it read I feel you know how after we got done watching um Oh, what was the movie? Not not The Shining. Um, the uh, what's the one where the, there's a little girl in a well? What movie is that? The Ring. The Ring. Remember when we got done watching The Ring? Uh, we left the theater and you said we have to go to Applebee's. Yeah. Like you needed to like reg. You needed bright lights. Yeah, maybe like some sort of a, an appetizer. Because we platter. lived in a little a little hundred year old farmhouse that was sort of not in the country, but like. It was not near any commerce or lights or anything. And I just kind of couldn't bring myself to like go home to our dark house yeah. and and just be alone with my thoughts. And so now we have an expression in our house. Uh, let's go to the Applebee's of our minds. If yes. we need to calm down, we just want some If we can't real go to the nice... Applebee's of restaurants, <laughs> yes. we have to go to the Applebee's of our minds. So to regulate ourselves out of that creepiness, <laughs> let's go to the Applebee's of our mind here okay. with a good old-fashioned geico ad oh that's not gonna be scary no it's not scary at all that's what i'm saying we're this is gonna um this is gonna bring the nose up a bit i think i remember this commercial it's kind of a shorty well i guess it's a full 30 seconds and this is you know which geico campaign is it i think it's like it's what you do yeah it doesn't if you're a podcaster they're all the same yeah it's what you do um well this one is it's what you do if you are a golf announcer and what do golf announcers do genevieve they whisper but what would happen let's just say you're announcing a golf match and a giant kraken comes out of the pond on the fairway and starts attacking golfers okay you'd whisper about yeah what you do 130 yards now bill's got a very tough lie here looks like we have some sort of sea monster in the water hazard here I believe that's a Kraken, Bruce. <laughs> it looks like he's going to go with the nine iron. That may not be enough club. Well, he's definitely going to lose a stroke on this hole. If you're a golf commentator, you whisper. It's what you do. If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to Geico. It's what you do. This golf course is electric. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like that one. I haven't seen it. You know what? Maybe I haven't. Maybe I've just seen it. If I saw it at all, maybe it's it went viral or something because that has the feel to me of a commercial that was specifically made for golf television right yeah for like a or maybe like a big masters or or some sort of tournament some sort of a masters right a golf masters maybe yeah i think that's what they have they have masters in golf and tennis 
Uh, yes. Look at that. Look at that. We should do a sports podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that one made me laugh. As did this one. Now, this one, I feel like we have talked about before. If I'm doing my math right, math, <laughs> if I read the internet right, this uh, debuted in a 2013 Super Bowl. This next commercial is for Oreo. Okay. We were not doing this show then. We started it probably after the next Super Bowl, in fact, if you can believe it. Um, but I think this ended up being in heavy rotation. This is a couple of people who are in a library together, and one of them is eating an Oreo. And then this gets into another trope that I we've talked about on the show before, but I want to build a show around, which is the false dichotomy of people arguing about the best aspects of the product being sold. Right. You know what I mean? Tastes Taste great, great, less, less filling. filling. Is the, yeah. In this one, you have a couple of people and they're in a library and they start fighting over Oreos. But By the way, I wish we could do a show uh, called False Dichotomy. If we could put together a whole show on that, yeah. I would love to. You like the title of it or you just like the idea of it? I like the it? idea of Okay. It. I thought I was missing a, 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 a punny joke. Should we take a moment and try to figure out what we would name a show about false dichotomies? No, that will be terrible That will be terrible podcasting. Um, but do you remember this commercial? They start fighting about the Oreos and then eventually like more and more library patrons get um, oh, yes. involved. Then eventually the fire truck comes, but everybody's still whispering. Right, because it's a library. And then the cop- It's basically the same joke as the- um, as the golf guy. Yeah, one. exactly. Only um, there's a lot more going on with this one. And I think my favorite spoof comes near the end. Somebody calls the cops and the cops show up and they pull out a bullhorn and they whisper into the bullhorn as well. I've always preferred the cream bar of an Oreo. That's crazy. The cookie's the best part. Cream. Cookie. Cream. Cookie. Cream. Like, this is a full-on cinematic fight scene now. Like, yeah. strangers are fighting each other. They're breaking chairs over each other's back. Yeah, just a, a multi-person <laughs> brawl. At one point, somebody... Um, it almost reminds me of, like... Do you remember the library scenes of... Um, uh, Wings of Desire. What a weird reference for me to bring up. I don't remember those scenes. <laughs> but there's, you know, Wings of Desire has Peter Falcon, and it's about like kind of, I don't know if it's about fallen angels or angels who are. It's about an angel that comes to earth and falls in love with the human woman, right? Yeah, but there are also these guardian angels that are supposed to be protecting the other angel, I think, and they're always they're always just kind of hanging around watching. I don't know why I'm explaining this, but um, there's, a, there's a scene, I think, that's, it seems iconic. Maybe it's just stuck in my brain with one of these kind of guardian angels who just looks like a human but hanging up uh, hanging out up on a balcony in a library somewhere looking down at the scene and um, yeah I'm, I'm confusing that actually is is Falk the one who's looking at it doesn't matter this reminds me of that somebody's fighting up <laughs> at this balcony and they come I'm sorry I can't help down. you out I'm sorry no, I can't bail terrible. you out here no no like I've what am I doing what am I doing I'm referencing like a Vim Vendors I've no, only not even Vim Vendors I'm referencing some obscure movie that I saw 25 years ago I've only seen it once and I don't really remember it I mostly remember the American remix that they made with Nick Cage and uh, Meg Ryan who directed Wings of Desire it might be Vim Vendors. Is it? That sounds is it plausible. Um, desire, director. 
The show. Oh, it's Vim Vendors. Yeah. I got one thing right. And let's see. Does it show any of the library scenes? Anyway, this Geico commercial is not like that movie it's at all. It's not even a Geico commercial. It's not a Geico commercial. It's an Oreo commercial. It's in color. Let's quickly break down all the ways this commercial is not like <laughs> yeah. Desire. Okay. It doesn't have Peter it Falk in it. It feels really inspired by that <laughs> but movie. But it just seems like it's in the same universe. Yeah. If you'll go with me on that. Oh, my God. Can we start over? Can we just start? the show over um, <laughs> can we just start this day over oh my gosh i know you've had a day too. i've had a day i probably am not bringing my most podcasty <laughs> self to this discussion either what we're realizing is when you don't have the energy to save me we're <laughs> fucked <laughs> like yeah or the knowledge in this case but yeah <laughs> but anyway so just like Wings of Desire, there's a balcony in this <laughs> library, as anybody would point out i'm thinking of another movie that has a out. library with a balcony in it and it's um, Indiana Jones and the oh. and the Last Crusade. So okay, that's, the Last that's Crusade. Another one. That's another Nazi one. I think I remember that. He yeah. finds, he digs up a stone in that library. I believe. Yeah, he goes. They go into the library because they think that that's where this map is leading them, and they get. They have to go up onto the balcony to realize that the X that marks yes, the spot yes. is on the floor. It's a plot point. God it's a plot damn. Point. Yes. Also, Breakfast Club. That's right. Another that, library. And they had that balcony. really cool like 80s uh, architecture uh, staircase leading up to it. Yeah. Oh, man, we should start a sports podcast. Okay, back <laughs> to this <laughs> commercial where people are fighting on the library balcony and then they come crashing down like an old Western. <laughs> and of course they turn it into a social thing choose your side first of all everybody's going to say the cream obviously the best part no i don't know it's, uh, what, it's what makes them stand apart otherwise they're just cookies oh my god are we actually buying into this are we going to do this well i just mean if you had to pick one would you rather eat a spoonful of the oh, filling or a cookie i mean it's pointless because That's it's a good like point. yeah it's like saying i like my favorite you know side of a coin is heads well like without tails there is no heads it is pointless but it's theater no i mean it is pointless but it's exactly what these brands do especially yeah. back in 2013 like let's create a false dichotomy about the best part of this product and then let's get people to vote on it online yeah. it's right? like twix yeah. pick a side yeah i got you a twix bar the other day i had to for work reasons that we don't have to get into now <laughs> i had to go buy myself a candy bar the other day a charleston chew and when I was leaving the house, I said, I'm going to buy myself a candy bar for work. And you said, I want a candy bar, too. But you also specifically said you did not want a Charleston shoe. Well, I didn't know if I would like it. I, I wanted a candy bar that I knew I would like. And so you asked for a Twix. And it's very rare that I'm in a candy aisle, but I bought a Twix and I saw it said two left Twixes on uh, the package. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't notice. I just tore into it and ate it. Would you like to go back in time again yes. to a more innocent time? Actually, I would say this is not a more innocent time. This commercial is, I, I'm guessing, one of the oldest ones we're going to play. I'm going to say the early 60s here. And I believe uh, our heroine here uh, is doing the voiceover. And we see um, these stylish women who are, I guess they're I guess they're designers, right? Yeah, this, they have a woman standing on one of those little platforms where you do fashion, I guess. Right, they're fashion designers. And the they're, and they're kind of like pinning and messing with the dress that she's that they have uh kind of pinned onto her and it doesn't begin with whispering by the way there's just one small part where somebody whispers something in this commercial but the whole commercial hangs 
on that short whisper, okay? Okay. So we see the main character, and she's coming up to her colleagues, right, as they're um, adjusting, making some adjustments on this woman's dress. And she has some sort of plans in her hand, you know, something that she's come up with, some sort of creative idea, a design that she's come up with. Uh, But as you'll hear, her boss or colleagues keep on kind of rejecting her, and she doesn't know why until somebody finally whispers the answer to her. I thought Madame Colette would like my new designs, but she didn't seem to have time for me. I was lucky, though. I had a friend who told me the truth. B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How was that not the shit like this this week? It just I didn't quite stand out. I wasn't sure if you would know what uh, what she was saying. But yeah, we see a shot of her friend whispering in her ear, B. Which, of course, stands for body odor. She told me the secret of personal freshness. And Another since then, I've never... Like what we see is, by Every the way... Every line in this is gold. <laughs> she, says, she told me the secret of personal freshness. After the woman whispers B.O., it goes to all black. And then we get a montage of this woman... Just taking a bath, which is amazing that that is the secret of personal freshness. Take a bath. Which is take a goddamn bath. Use soap. You're a fashion designer. You should know this. Yeah. Right? Not that bathing is fashionable. (laughs) B.O. She told me the secret of personal freshness. And since then, I've never looked back. Thanks to Lifebuoy Toilet Soap. So, let me make sure I understand the story of this commercial. Yes. There's a woman. There is, yes. Who has a job as a fashion designer that she's somehow acquired by, I assume, the normal job, like, interview process. Yeah, she has designs. She has designs. She works for a fashion house. She works for some major designer. She can't get her ideas heard because of pee. Indeed. Then she takes a bath, uses life life buoy soap. Which mm-hmm. do they even mention the name? Of they there? do, but it sounds like Life Boy life, the way they say life it. Boy soap. Life Boy. <laughs> she uses Life Boy soap, which somehow she had not been doing. She had not been bathing or cleansing herself in any way. Mm-hmm. This soap is so powerful that it takes away the bo, and then now she's successful in her job because she took a bath. Well, first of all, it's Life Boy Toilet Soap. Let's not forget that. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure that's, that's actually what they call it in here. Let, let I me, mean, um... toilet had a different meaning back then, which was like your toilet, which was to like Since what you did I to get ready. Thanks to Life Boy Toilet Soap. <laughs> yes, but it is funny hearing Life Boy Toilet Soap. Life Boy so. Toilet Soap um, is not a brand that I think you could launch today. No, I don't think so either. And I was looking it up. It, it was a special kind of soap that you, it was a, do you know what this is? Carbolic soap? Oh, that is kind of a special soap, It I uses guess. some sort of cabal, uh, carbolic acid, uh, which is w- extracted from, yeah, coal. So um, that's the secret to personal freshness. She told me the secret to personal freshness. B. Oh. <laughs> um, I love that commercial. Yeah. Um, it feels like the progenitor to the douche commercials yes. of the 80s. It does. Um, that you've ever had Another, that. Another, I mean. The not this, so fresh feeling. Yes. Two women have yep. a sort of a 
a secret, a quiet, co- secret yep. conversation where one woman whispers to another, you got to take care of that stank. <laughs> In fact, when she said personal freshness, I thought for sure that's what it was. Although I guess we didn't have commercials like that in the early 60s or late 50s or whenever this was. I'm guessing yeah. I'm guessing early 60s because I don't think late 50s. The fashion certainly yeah. looked like the 60s. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that you're seeing a lot of women in the workforce in commercials. In well, the that's 1950s. actually something that felt very progressive about it mm-hmm. was that the every, there was not a man in sight. Yes. That everybody involved in this from the boss to the yeah. models was a woman. It wasn't like she was being rejected by her husband or she couldn't get a date or whatever this Mm -hmm. commercial passes the Bechtel test yes it actually does it really does the first commercial we ever talked about well there must have been a Nike commercial in there anyway um, let's stay in the oldie time days this commercial I don't like as much and I don't even know if I can explain what's going on which should which should make for a pretty good podcast segment here. <laughs> I'm going to put this in the 60s as well. This looks like a... I can't tell if this is color or black and white. It's so blown out. It's like some sort of rudimentary color commercial, I think. And it just didn't preserve well. And we see some woman and she's she's riding... She looks like a rich woman, right? She's got yeah. white gloves and a fancy hat on. And um, she's on an estate somewhere. And she's riding in the passenger seat of like a Jeep. I'm almost getting like... um. I'm almost getting like um, Queen Elizabeth vibes. I don't think she's Queen Elizabeth, but you know how Queen Elizabeth was always in a Jeep? Well, yeah, she she drives around in those Land Rovers um, when she's out at Balmoral or whatever. I saw the crown. <laughs> so I think the story here is this woman is visiting this estate maybe to stay for the weekend or something. And she has like one of those hard case handbags, mm-hmm. you know, not a full on suitcase, but something about the size of, of well, it actually is literally the size of a bread basket uh, or a bread box. Um, and she's holding it kind of protectively and she doesn't want anybody to know what is inside of it. And um Spoiler alert, it's going to be toilet paper. It's going to be toilet paper. This is for white cloud toilet paper. And there's the whispering comes in about halfway through and it's more Soto Voce. It's not even it's not good whispering, but there's a comparison in here that I find very curious. Behold, the smuggler. Let me. Oops. Smuggling. White cloud. So this is these young rich people's grandma, and they come to help her out of her uh, her little wagon thing. And when they grab her little clutch or bag or whatever that thing is, uh, it accidentally opens, and we realize that she's been smuggling uh, toilet paper for her weekend stay. Let me. Oops. Smuggling white cloud. They have toilet. White cloud doesn't feel like toilet paper. It's softer than any other leading brand. Most people think White Cloud feels like facial tissue. Here, compare. It does feel like facial tissue. Exactly. White Cloud doesn't feel like toilet paper. Now, I think it's a weird comparison to say that it it's like facial tissue. Now, when I think of like modern facial tissue, that seems like a good comparison. But like they show her taking a tissue out of a box and it's like that old fashioned, like I can feel how rough that facial tissue would be on my face. I think that tells you how rough toilet paper used to right? be. I think it used to be like straight off the tree. practically. Yeah. This does remind me, uh, by the way, of the like that woman gave me like Maggie Smith from Gosford Park. <laughs> yeah, vibes. that's a good. Yeah, that's a good comp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a very strange comparison, especially since. Um, but, but yeah, people must have just used sticks. 
back I think they just use sticks. And, and bark. Bark yeah. from a tree, probably. And mulch. Um, okay, let's get modern again <laughs> and super low budget and super hillbilly. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I love a hillbilly. Um, this is a commercial for a gun. We hardly, I don't know if we've ever done a commercial for a gun on this show to, uh, before, although they do pop up in some of our searches when we're looking for something thematic. This is for a rifle. Some sort. I mean, you just talk about, like, what are we doing here, people? This is for some rifle that is super quiet. In fact, it Ooh, looks like good. it Yeah. Oh, good. And it looks like it's got a silencer on the end of it. And what we see is, and again, this is pretty low budget. We see some hillbilly guy. And I say hillbilly. I don't mean, like, this is making fun of these people. I'm just being very derisive and unapologetically so. He's a redneck. We see some redneck and he's uh on his his cot right and he's taking a nap cot i'm sorry his hammock looks like a hammock it is a hammock i don't always know what words mean but that was a bad one to mess up because you are i'm a a real hammock hammock enthusiast yeah i'm kind of a hammock um you know extremist in a certain in some ways i've never seen somebody go from a hammockless lifestyle to just being so embedded in a hammock lifestyle yeah it's a lifestyle as you yeah so um just like you this hillbilly is <laughs> this redneck. Uh, this hunter guy is uh, taking a nap out in the woods uh, on his hammock. But then we see his friend sneak up behind him. Now, like any responsible gun owner who's taking a nap, he's just leaves his loaded weapon behind him, leaning up against a tree. So his friend comes, picks up the gun, starts shooting it apparently into the air or like into the tree, into like the trees or something. And then his friend whispers to us, talking to the camera, how quiet this rifle is. That was snoring that you heard. His friend grabs the rifle. The new Gamma Whisper Fusion Pro Air Rifle with SAT shoots 1,400 feet per second and is super quiet. T-Bone, what are you doing, dude? I'm trying to get some sleep around here. Oh, man, I was just going to see if I could borrow your Whisper Fusion Pro. Man, how many times I got to tell you, nobody touches my Gamma. And the joke is, he already was using it, but no, the egg is on my face. I wanted to make fun of these guys so much, and I, but it, upon watching it here a second time, I'm like, oh, dude, that's an air rifle. That's an air rifle. That's not a real gun. Yeah. At fir- the first time I, mean, I no watched real this gun today, can be. I that thought quiet. they were advertising. I'm such an idiot, and I was making fun of these. I thought they were advertising a rifle with a silencer on it, which I mean, a, it, it I is, found astounding. It's an air rifle with a silencer. But I was like, kind it. of like, listen. It's okay to leave your air rifle leaning up against a tree while you're taking a yeah. nap on said tree. My I, apologies I for being such a jerk about that. I saw an interesting thing once, like a you know somebody made it, somebody made a video and it uh-huh. was on YouTube. Um, but you know how like you actually don't probably don't don't know this because you don't watch as many action driven movies as I do. But in in almost any action movie where somebody has a gun with a silencer. They'll go into a crowded place mm-hmm. and use the gun with the silencer. It'll be like pew pew. Yeah, it makes it pew pew. Yeah, right. And then someone said, like, "Hey, if you know anything about guns, you know that a silencer does not make a loud gunshot that quiet, so quiet that no one would notice it. Uh-huh. It just makes it like quite a lot less loud, and like the sound doesn't travel as far and whatever." So someone took a scene from some movie I can't remember. Some action movie where some two guys are running through like a crowded uh, train station or some crowded environment where they're firing at each other with guns that Uh have silencers. But the person, the editor, took that scene and made the sound as loud as it would be 
if with if you really had a silencer on a pistol is is there any chance it was this 30 second clip of what silencers in John, John Wick. Wick would really sound in, like indeed it is Do you want to take a listen to it yeah running down an escalator so John Wick's running and running he's being chased it's Someone's looking over a balcony. Reminds me of a little movie called Wings of Desire. Wait, is this Wings of Desire? Yeah. And you can see, like, no one's even looking up because in the movie, the silencers are so Right, right, right. But they're in a huge crowded area, subtly shooting at each other, but nobody's noticing at all. Exactly, because in the movie, it's like, pew, 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 pew. But that's interesting. I really, because I don't know anything about guns, um, I did not know if a silencer could make a gun, like a yeah. real gun, like truly, truly quiet. Yeah. I know that they don't last forever. Like I know that a silencer oh, only like can silence a number of, a, a finite number of shots before I think it's like oh, you have to replace like it. Like a filter almost. That's yeah, really I think, interesting. Yeah, I think that's true. Oh, that's interesting. Um, anyway, that was for an air rifle, which actually I kind of want to get, I was telling you the other day, I kind of want to get I know, I thought a, this was you like selling me on getting your BB No, gun. I thought, I watched this once earlier. I was watching a million commercials. I was like, that's so weird. They just have a commercial with a guy leaving his gun up against a tree and his... Hilljack friend just takes it and shoots it. <laughs> and, this, and now I'm rewatching it. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, of course, that's an air rifle, which, uh, first of all, it's so funny. I told you the other day that I want a BB gun. And I feel like there's such a um, big difference just in the nomenclature of calling it a BB gun, which yeah. is like, hey, it's safe. It's a versus air rifle, which is like the modern day version of like these very I guess I don't modern have a- looking militaristic, sometimes looking guns. Yeah, where, I don't yeah. love the way that modern air rifles look, which is yeah. highly militaristic and like these assault rifles. But like an air rifle doesn't fill me with fear or anything. Yeah, but if I were to get one, because we have a tiny, tiny little yard here, but I was thinking, like, I could set up, like, a can in front of the garage, and it wouldn't make much noise. I can shoot a can. Um, uh, And I don't know why. Maybe, you know, just, I don't know, chalk it up to midlife crisis or whatever. I had a couple when I was, like, kind of... um, we were a pretty anti-gun family. My mom didn't want me to have even toy guns or cap guns. I wasn't allowed to have them. But that's pretty progressive for for someone your age. Yeah, my mom really did not like guns. My dad had like a twenty-two or something, um, and I went to Boy Scout camp where I got to shoot some on a you know just twenty-twos on a in a very you know regulated area. Um, but when I was maybe 15, 14 or 15, I got myself an air rifle and I, I had fun with it. Um, and again, my parents were pretty strict about how I used it and stuff, but we had some property and I could shoot it out in the pond or something like that. Um, but anyway, the, just lately I've been like, well, I could just get a BB gun. But like, I don't want to get one of these modern airsoft type of like, you know, quasi professional hobbyist. Can you be a professional hobbyist kind of gun? It feels like, like you can. Yeah. I just want like a little daisy BB gun or something. I guarantee you, know? you that is that is attainable. Yeah, probably. I don't know if I'll ever actually do it. It's also one of those things like where it's probably more fun for me to think about getting than for me to actually get. I kind of understand that. You know, Although, there are certain things that I I'm have a sort real of think of it buy it person. Yeah. I was yeah. like, we don't have I saw a movie the other day where someone or I was watching a TV show. Um, the new Under the Banner of Heaven series and somebody set something on fire and I was like, we don't have fire extinguishers in this house. Yeah. And today, guess what? Guess what showed up in the mail? Guess what showed up in the mail? Two fire extinguishers and I'm going to shoot them with my daisy BB gun. (laughs) Um, Okay, so three more commercials I want to play for you here. Um, 
the last two are going to be the kids segment. Ooh, I could actually sneak a third one in if we if we if we want to for a kids segment. But um, this first one is new parents, the trope of new parents whispering so they don't wake up the baby, or in this case, it appears to be babies. I think this is a couple that just had twins and we see the mom and she's like in the baby's room and she's like kind of cradling the one baby and she's staring at her phone and then her husband comes in the room and he's cradling the other baby. What are you watching? The NFL app has news, highlights, live, local, and primetime games on your phone for free. It's free phone football. 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 Honey, you're scaring me. The NFL app has news, highlights, live, local, and primetime games on your phone for free. It's free phone football. Why is she scaring him when he got wrapped up in that exchange just as much as she did? She does have the crazy eyes. She does have the crazy eyes. She is the one who uh, brought him, I guess, yeah. into that experience. I really, this it makes me so irritated, honestly, that with NFL, that they do such a good job. Oh, I was going to say, their I marketing. They, yeah, I thought they did a nice job with they, that. But I, I just know what a shit organization yeah, they course, are. Yeah. Um, but their marketing is so good. Like their casting for that was clearly yep. like I don't even. Maybe it wasn't uh, blind casting. Maybe it was intentionally. Uh, very diverse, but you have an yeah. Asian woman, uh, a African American husband, uh, you know, Asian wife, African American husband. Um, you know, it's just like it's a it's a great, um, you know, like I feel like you know, twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, the default would just be to have a white couple here. Yeah, of course, right, and and, instead, and also them working ex- ex- expressly to bring women in exactly, the fold, and then the woman and then is the person the one who's, who's like super taking the lead into on it. This. Yeah. Although I'm not entirely sure of his race. I would say his race is indeterminate. I can't really tell. But oh, Well, whatever. It's, yeah, it's, 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 but you're it's right. Immaterial like, because, it's immaterial, yeah. Because it is not um, just bland, generic, white is the normal and as casting. It's you know? not a couple of bros cracking beers yeah. and watching bikini ladies on TV, which is actually one of my... <laughs> Have you seen that show, Bikini Women? Bikini on Ladies on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, a great show. Actually, didn't that make an it's, appearance? It's in surprisingly a, good. Jackie Brown. Isn't there like a TV show that they're watching that is just like bikini women shooting guns? I don't know that it's a TV show in the oh, traditional okay. sense of like Maybe. it was aired on the networks. I think it's a VHS tape that um, that the Samuel L. Jackson character is yeah, watching. It's driving me nuts that I can't. But I don't think he just turned name. on the TV and Bikini Ladies shooting guns was on. No, you're right. This next commercial is. I think going to melt your heart because if nothing else because of this cute cute little girl in this um, the only thing that I kind of don't love is like when it's kind of like mom's the boss jokes kind of or like who's... I hope mom's the boss yeah I guess so like at being the boss of the dad yeah exactly okay. sometimes that's, that's kind of gets into a little I, I don't know it's a little we tropey, did a show a but... hundred years ago like in our very first like couple of shows called um mean like mommy wives yes. and, and and baby dad not baby daddies but yeah it was like about how moms are the mean mommies wives are the mean mommies of their husbands yeah basically. exactly yeah and we don't even see the mom in this and in fact so we see a little girl she could 
not be more adorable. She's got glasses. Oh. And um, her dad is really cute, too. So it's uh, clearly like the middle of the night. I think they even say that it's midnight. And we see the little girl, and she's downstairs, and she's opening up the refrigerator, and she wants to grab herself some yogurt, and then her dad catches her. What are you doing up? I say it's late and you need to go to bed. Why? Because I am the boss. You're not the boss. Mom's the boss. Well, technically we are co-bosses. <laughs> technically mom's the boss. And then at the end, we just see them sitting down together, both eating their yo plays. I... I like that, and it doesn't bother me the mom's the boss part because to no. a... Especially to a kid who is... If the mom is the, like, the primary parent which is often mm. the case um to the kid the mom's gonna feel her authority is gonna feel more uh intense i yeah. think and i like the dad the dad also has glasses by the way there's just something so adorable about they're, these they're like, very the well dad cast. is kind of nerdy yeah. and the little girl is just adorable and then of course i mean again the just the little bonding between them yeah. it's just like and i love that we're actually co-bosses <laughs> we're, well uh, technically, technically we're, we're co-bosses <laughs> we're co-boss. technically mom's the boss and then he just like gives up and you see him and it just cuts to them both eating their yogurts yeah. together it's really it's i love really it sweet. uh that's very sweet do you realize what i just said I just let you win an argument that we've been having for three years. You didn't even notice I said that. Uh-oh, is this about palimony? Because I know that argument we've been having for a long time. I said yogurts. <laughs> Do you remember this yeah. fight? It's even yeah. come up on the show. Whenever you would well, it's not even... put yogurt down on the grocery list, you would say yogurts. I'd yeah. be like, it's uh, it's always plural. Yogurt is plural. It is a and liquid. And I would say, no, I want multiple containers of yogurt. Ergo and I would always yogurts. cross off your S and just say, you want yogurt, not yogurts. And I just said at the end of this commercial, they sat down to eat their yogurts. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you caught it. Um, this next one, I feel like we might have talked about this at some point. This is going back a ways. I'm actually trying to see if I can see. Oh, actually, this says 2018. Well, I, well that's, you know, uh, four years ago. But um for a while, Kia, does Kia still exist oh, sure. as a car company? Okay, My parents just bought a Kia. Oh, really? Um, w- Kia had little kids as spokespeople for a while. Do you remember that? It would be like a little boy and a little girl, and they'd be in a showroom, and they would be talking directly to us. You know what? I don't remember this. I'm sure it'll come back to me, though. Yeah, maybe. And in this one, um, so the kids are making their pitch. Most car companies like to shout their deals, deals, deals. But when you're a maximus value, you don't need to. Now, I'd like to pause it here and tell you what she's saying, but frankly, it's not very easy to understand. Did I miss why they're whispering? I that That's going to come up at the okay. end. Most car companies like to shout their deals, deals, deals. But when you're a maximus value, you don't need to. What you need is a 10-year, 100,000 mile warranty and an IIE desktop safety pickle work. What's with the whispering? I'm going for the soft sell. Good idea. They're going for the soft sell. I would say not the worst idea, except if you're going to use kids as spokespeople, they have to be very understandable. I wouldn't even say the boy is all that understandable. The whispering with the girl is impossible. Kid was whispering is just like I have no idea. And and unfortunately, they have her whispering a bunch of jargony shit like Mm -hmm. I I I H S blah 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 blah. Like that stuff is 
just white noise to me when it's spoken at a normal volume. Yeah. Um, this next one is uh, for Pigeon Forge. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, you know it. Well, I mean, I sure. I mean, it's the home of Dollywood. I didn't know any of that. This is a commercial for that. And then I grew I was up like, in the South. And I was like, what is Pigeon Forge? And then I looked it up. Well, and you're like, in oh, Ohio. Dollywood. It's not that far from you. No, well, but I'm dumb. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so this is the home of Dollywood, although this is not a Dollywood commercial. It's just a commercial for like to, you know, to get tourists to the area. And it starts, we see a, a man kind of in his kitchen. You know, he's like a homeowner in his nice little suburban kitchen. And he's drinking his morning cup of coffee and he hears like a whisper, a kid's voice kind of talking about some of the nice things in uh, in in Pigeon Forge. And then we see a mom and she's working from home uh, behind her laptop. And then she hears a whisper as well. And then we see a little girl and they're like, you know, maybe a tween aged girl and she's in her bedroom and then she starts to hear some whispering, too. Now we see that the whispering is the little boy of the family who, I don't know, you're going to put him at maybe eight years old or something like that, that, is going around. Good job knowing an age of a child. (laughs) I don't have a great, I don't have a real strong record for nailing it. You do not. And he's going around. Oh, I know what you're referring to. I called some guy. uh, Who's clearly in his, well into his. At least 20s. He was probably about eight or nine or something in that commercial. (laughs) Anyway, this little kid is um, going around the house with like a uh, paper towel roll and um, whispering like kind of around corners, trying to plant the idea of going to Pigeon Forge into his family's minds. Super fast go guards. I hear you, Pigeon Forge. (laughs) Listen. It's time to visit Pigeon Forge. Plan your visit today at mypigeonforge.com. Listen. What do you think of the... I guess listen because he's like whispering. Yeah. Um, Pigeon Forge is calling to you. Yeah. The kid at the end, he's kind of giggling and laughing. Um, I thought I had something to say about this, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> okay. Well, again, I can't help you. Do you have... Do you want me to go get a... Uh, I do remember the joy, though. I mean, it is funny how as a kid, like, the joy of talking through a um, paper towel tube. It was very fun. And then holiday time or birthday time. Yeah. And your parents use the last bit of wrapping paper. You get the big and then tube. suddenly you have the big tube. Or yeah. my dad, you know, he would maybe sometimes bring home these big, wider tubes because he worked in, like, you know, some sort of industrial space and then you could like make your voice very I mean it was like a didgeridoo yeah. for a kid and I mean it was just like magical just like a, a piece of garbage well kids love to play with garbage yeah they used to do they still I don't know I man. hope so I don't know either um, alright do you want to leave it there or do you want to well secret escapes let's just do this last one okay. I had all these like I, I thought we were done but I just keep on playing them. apparently and I think this was a um I think this is a British commercial. Um, there is a bunch of resorts called Secret Escapes. And I think... This is different from the one we went to. Secrets. Secrets, which was in Costa Rica, right? Yeah. And this woman is... Um, I think she might have become iconic because I found some like little videos of like Meet the Woman uh, behind the Secret Escapes videos uh, or commercials, I should say. Uh, at first, we see her uh, lounging by a pool. 
um, and kind of dressed nicely. She's wearing a bathing suit um, and some nice. Um, I don't. She she looks sort of upscale. Would you agree? Yeah. yeah. And she's whispering to us about what a great deal Secret Escapes is. At Secret Escapes, you can get up to seventy percent off luxury hotels. Keep that to yourself. Even the best hotels don't want empty beds. But that's strictly between us. Secret Escapes handpick the hotels and guarantee their members the best rates. Who are you talking to, darling? Uh, no one. Shh, quick, go, go. Join the worst kept secret in luxury. And then at the end, she uh, waves us away and the camera actually goes. And like from our point of view, we are, we... We run away from her. I see. So Secret Escapes isn't a specific place. It's a serve. It's like a. Oh, it's, it's a service. An, I said like it was a resort. It's like I? an Expedia or a or an Orbitz or any of those that like promise they can get you the like the empty rooms. For yes, cheap. I totally messed up what the product is there. I have nothing to say about that except. When I found that one, I went looking for more, and I found a more uh, modern, uh, well, I mean, not that 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 was that old, but I think this is much newer, what I have here, a commercial from a couple of years ago. It's also for Secret Escapes. Totally different approach, but it is bizarre. It has nothing to do with whispering. I just just need you to see this because I saw this today. Um, and, and you can't also, unsee it, so now I can't unsee it. And there's it. a line in here that is also really puzzling to me. So we see... Um, a pretty awesome shot, I would say, of a bunch of, um, again, kind of upscale looking lounge chairs outside of a pool, which is also right up against like a beautiful vista of an ocean somewhere. It's very cinematic, in fact. And we see a few people are out there lounging. And then one woman starts talking. It looks like she's there by herself or um, maybe her partner has gone away. Um, and so I think she starts talking to this other guy who she doesn't know. They just happen to be at the pool together, and she starts explaining why she's at this resort. (laughs) You know, I'm not even supposed to be here right now. Six months ago, I was jogging in the woods when I was attacked by a wolf. Face to face, I remember thinking, how could I so yellow and full of color, be so absent of feeling. It was him or me. As I prepared to welcome death's warm embrace, (laughs) something came over me. My eyes filled with fire and my teeth sank into the beast. He snarled, gasped and went quiet. Since that day, I always feel like I carry his spirit with me. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't be here either. This is my third luxury holiday this year. So, you know, 70% off. (laughs) (laughs) That's as low as possible price guarantee. Do you think that I'm being fooled again now? Like, that is so... Weird. Could that actually be like a spec it commercial says it's or something? It says Five, which is a major, oh, a yep. major firm. There it is, Droga Five. You're right. So that's um, real. I think it's great. And what's that line about yellow and full of color? I don't quite get that. She says, she says his, her, the wolf's eyes were yellow and full of color. Oh, I thought that she said that she, there. I thought she said there was I, yellow and full of color, which really confused me. I was like, why are you describing yourself as yellow and full of color? Oh, I think the she's saying the wolf's eyes were yellow I and see. full of color, but devoid of mercy. And then she 
it's kill or be killed. She kills the wolf with her own teeth. She should be dead right now, so she's treating herself to a fancy holiday. And the guy is just looking at her like, lady, who invited you to interrupt my pool time? And then he just has like the greatest response. I like that. Actually. That's really good, huh? Yeah, I maybe like we it. should have done a, a whole show about that instead of. I get the sense from some of the YouTube comments that that actress who plays the the somewhat bonkers vacationer is sort of is somebody. Yeah, but nobody like a can comedic seem to actress. place it. It looked like everybody's like, "Who is she? She seems so familiar." Yeah, which is a conversation that you and I have. Quite she a looks bit. a little bit like an actress named Judy Punch, who I really like hmm. a lot. Who's in a show that I'm watching now called Bloods. Judy Punch. Yeah, that's interesting. But I, I don't think it's her. She's a bit older than Judy Punch, but uh, she has like a vibe of her, which is Judy Punch is typically plays women who are really on the verge of like mm. just absolutely going crazy not to be confused with punch and judy wasn't that a big thing punch and judy is a thing i wonder if that's her stage name for that reason i wonder everybody's talking at me i don't hear words saying only the echoes of my mind hey i misspoke it's lucy punch okay that makes more sense um Kia, another Kia commercial. Another I Kia. just asked you whether or not Kia still exists. Now, this commercial, I think, um, goes back a little ways, and this was sent in to us by ad counselor Chloe, who says, you guys were uh, talking about commercials featuring mimes, as in the uh, silent clowns, uh, on last week's episode, and that made me think of this Kia Optima ad. Um, now, it occurred to me, maybe we shouldn't do a whole show. Oh, I see. This is from 2006. Um, maybe we shouldn't do a whole show on mimes because it really leaves it up to us to describe what's going on yeah, in this commercial. Yeah, which is already our weakest point. <laughs> right. I got a lot of weak points. Don't make me list them in order. Um, but we see a mime, and he's in front of a blue wall. And he's just kind of miming it up in that annoying way that mimes do. Like, he's by himself. And he's just kind of miming things. I don't know. And then uh, maybe he's miming leaning against something. Don't that's... don't ask me to get into the mime. Yeah, that's what mime. he's doing. Okay. And then a red Kia Ultima, or I'm sorry, Optima, drives up. I don't know why. I don't know what the relationship is. Maybe it's like a, a, a rideshare service or something. And uh, he gets in the back seat. And the driver, who doesn't really say anything to him, I don't believe, just starts whipping around corners, driving through the city really, really fast. But the car is handling pretty well. So well, in fact, that the mime can't keep his sacred oath not to speak. Spoiler alert. <laughs> sacred oath. I believe. Car pulls up. Now the driver is whipping through the streets. Driver's wearing a suit for some reason. Wow. Introducing the exhilarating performance of the all-new Kia Optima. People will talk. <laughs> People will talk is a great tagline for that commercial, I think. You can hear, in case it didn't come across uh, in audio, you, you hear the mime just whisper, wow, yeah. at the end. And then his eyes get really big because he realizes he's broken his vow. <laughs> his, his vow. I don't know much about I mean, mime. that might be what the deal is with mimes. I really don't know. <laughs> They're actually all monks. They just have a different, <laughs> just a different dress code. <laughs> It is kind of funny that the person who sent him the mime commercial also sent us a whisper commercial. 
Oh, you're right. Because he said he whispers, wow. Oh, my goodness. So right on theme. Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Get out of my head. Head council, it's jingle time. Hey, Andrew and Vive. This is Stephen from Seattle. I started listening to ATM back in July, August, uh, when we took a family road trip down the coast. I actually started episode one, and I've just now finished the last episode of 2019. Hmm. And wow. I'm realizing that you poor souls know nothing about the upcoming pandemic, and uh, not to mention all the other crazy geopolitical things that uh, are going on right now, two years later. <clears throat> Anyways, I figured now would be a good time as any to submit a jingle. It's a um, McDonald's McChicken commercial I remember from growing up in Alaska, and so this would have been late 80s or early 90s. I think it's my kids all the time, especially when... You know, we go out to McDonald's, but I could never find it online until someone posted it um, just about a year ago, actually. So about the same time I started listening to ATM, so it must be kismet. <clears throat> Anyways, it's a standard food porn shot of McDonald's foods. The lyrics are subtitled, um, but instead of a bouncing ball for the lyrics, it's a guy in a chicken suit dancing and uh, making you follow the lyrics. Which and I would like to say is so jankily produced as well. It's like a tiny little guy in a chicken suit that's dancing, but then, you know, the the, the film editor is making that thing like a bouncy ball, uh-huh. but like as if you're in a college class. So I'm saying that because Steven starts laughing while he's singing this. And once I saw the commercial, I realized I could never sing this without busting up too, because you picture this janky, janky chicken man <laughs> that they've replaced the bouncing ball with. Um... But instead of a bouncing ball for the lyrics, it's a guy in a chicken suit dancing and uh, making you follow the lyrics, which go something like this. <clears throat> oh, I just love McChicken. I love it all the time, but I love it more than ever for buck, 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 89. <laughs> so, oh, no, I'm blanking the second verse. You got it. You got it, Steven. <laughs> Come in and get McChicken, because for a limited time, you'll find it at McDonald's for a buck, buck, <laughs> so that's uh that's my jingle and um uh it's late april 2022 and at the rate i'm listening to your show if uh, you guys actually air this i expect to hear it around december i'll uh, call you back and let you know when i do thanks guys yeah <laughs> call us back let us know when you get to when you catch up do you think i will remember this by December, the way I remember things that we talk about on this show. Uh, no, but I hope Stephen does. <laughs> That's I the hope, important thing. I hope one of us does. That's wonderful. And um, thank you also, Stephen, because you. E- I was like, how will I ever find... He mentioned that somebody had uh, posted it recently to YouTube, uh, but thankfully he sent me the link because I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to find this thing. And I'm dying for you to see this chicken. And also hear the original song as well. This is, this is amazing. Now, whoever uploaded this literally uploaded it from a VHS tape because yeah. you can see the old play button there and they're uh, they're playing this at SP or standard playtime. <laughs> Take a listen. Oh, I just love McChicken. I love it all the time. But I love it more than ever for a buck, 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 89. Right now, McDonald's McChicken sandwich is just $1.89. Nothing's better with fries and a large icy Coke. Hurry in before this offer flies the coop. So come in and get McChicken, cause for a limited time, you'll find it at McDonald's for a buck, 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 89. <laughs> 
Was McDonald's a, like a local one horse business in the 80s? In Alaska? In Alaska? I, I don't know. I also don't know if this was just an Alaska commercial or not. But it doesn't seem like individual McDonald's have ever made commercials. Right, but you're just saying that the, it's got such low yeah, production I mean, quality. That's like the quality of a like your local mom and pop chicken shop. <sighs> it definitely is. It almost again seems like a parody commercial. Um, but if you recall the yeah, when did you say this was? This was it says 1990 here. Yeah, so that's he said he thought it was late in. 80s, early 90s. And so like early, early McDonald's commercials where you have like Ronald McDonald and the Friends like they were walking. Those are pretty chintzy, but those yeah. were like 70s. Like yeah. this is 1990. That's some wild. I do. I've never seen that. That's pretty wild. I love it. Thank you, Stephen. Um, and let's see. Like I said, we and got- thank you to whoever. Um, you know, uploaded, trans- that uploaded it, yeah, and translate transferred it from a tape. Man, we got so many um, great jingles this week. This one, I believe, I think comes from Amanda, who we heard from last week as oh, well. Yeah. Called and sang a jingle last week. They sang, uh, what was it? I can look it up while you try to remember Shoot. it. I, it's only I been seven it. days, but my I'm like a goldfish. Wheat thin. Wheat thin. Amanda called it's like a cracker. Exactly. More like a snack. <laughs> That's the one. Um, and um, I asked because we do have some friends and family that listen to the show. I asked if you knew Amanda from back in the day. You also <laughs> yes. growing up in Atlanta. Well, it turns out. Well, I'll let Amanda explain. Okay. Hi, it's Amanda again. Sadly, Genevieve and I were not childhood friends. <laughs> I didn't grow up in Atlanta. I grew up in Dublin, Georgia. And we had a great local radio ad for a car dealer who started offering title pawns in the mid-90s. What makes this ad even better is that the car dealer was the father of a classmate. Mm. So how's that for some small-town energy? (laughs) Uh, And here is that ad. Big-hearted Danny gives cash for his title pawn plans. Big hearted Danny, the car dealer who understands. All right, I hope you enjoy. Oh Bye. my God. It's so hard to find even modern radio commercials online. That is online. phenomenal, though. So Big hearted Danny. <laughs> Big hearted Danny. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say. Big hearted Danny wasn't that big hearted. He, he was. He had a medical condition. He had a medical condition. In fact, condition. it was quite yeah. scary. Tid- what did she call them? Title pawns. I Title think. pawns. Yeah. yeah, that's not a. I I can I'm not familiar I can with do either, the math on yeah, what it must exactly. mean. Obviously, but like it's not a. It's not a system I'm familiar with. Because nothing says big hearted than getting into the pawn industry. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay, and one more before we get to what you described as the most special jingle ever. Uh, let's play one more voicemail here. This comes to us from our pal in Florida. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve. It's listener Lauren in Jacksonville. Haven't called in in a while, but I was inspired by the caller who um, called in with the local roofing company jingle, um, the whole new roof. And it reminded me <laughs> of this local commercial um, from the 90s for this Toyota dealership in Jacksonville. And weirdly enough, our life management teacher in high school uh, told the class that he had actually written this jingle. Um, <laughs> Wait, it's not yes. T.O. Yeah, a lot, lot there. Lots right? you to unpack. unpack. A yeah. lot to unpack. A what 
manager, a life manager. It sounds like a life coach teacher. A life life coach teacher, a life manager teacher. That's a new one on me. Yep, yep. Especially in high school. But it might have been a specialized high school or something. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's it's new to me. And this person. I had a um, teacher who I think is now the president of the Jesuit school I went to. But we had him when he was a first year teacher. And he. When he was a. A radical young priest. He was. He wasn't a priest yet. He was a brother then. And I don't know if he ever actually became a priest, but he's a Jesuit brother. Uh, I'm talking about Father Giao. And I'm pretty sure that Father Giao said that he was in some... I think he was in Flatliners. He was like an extra in Flatliners <gasps> Whoa, or something like that. The Kevin he, Bacon. I think it was Flatliners. Oh yeah, or a God. movie just like that. And it will always stick with me. Father Giao was in Flatliners, but not as an actor. I think just as an extra. But yeah. anyway. Written this jingle. Um it's not very long, but um, here I'll sing it for you. It's not really in my range, so bear with me here. Practical people prefer Ernie Palmer's West Side Toyota. Yeah, so I will send you the commercial. I found it. <laughs> um, and the jingle um, happens at the end. It's got some pretty sweet graphics. Talk to you all soon. Great show. It really does have some um, pretty sweet <laughs> graphics. I'm going to play this for you here. Um, so this really feels like, I'm guessing 90s, right? But it's Maybe. a demanding range. It is, yes. Yeah. It, and, and Lawrence started pretty high, too, you know? Yeah. Didn't a karaoke guy one time, come, didn't a KJ oh come up God. to you after you performed one time and say, hey, yeah, just let can, me know in advance. Hey, we can knock it down. We can for... put that in a key that you can sing in, he yeah, said. That was... And that was Mr. Bill, which is like extra humiliating because... That's not the most professional operation in town. Yeah, right. Yeah. He hasn't been around, huh? Yeah. Things got complicated. COVID made everything complicated. Yeah. Um, so anyway, here's Ernie Palmer's West Side Toyota. Thanks for sending this to us, uh, Lauren. Um, and I'm going to give this like, would you say that this is like kind of um, 80s graphics or 90s graphics? I can't tell. But they have this big blue. It looks like a button. It looks like one of those big like round buttons that you might where and it says catch a great deal at big league sales event Toyota and that thing is kind of bouncing around the screen and you're going to hear what sounds like gunshots every now and then <laughs> not the silence <laughs> not kind. the silence kind but I think it's supposed to be the sound of a bat hitting a ball oh like the crack uh, of the bat the roar of the crowd that's right Toyota's back it's the big league sales event at Ernie Palmer's West Side Toyota special incentives mean the lowest prices ever on the best Toyota lineup yet her sales starting at just seventy nine ninety nine. Corolla from $89.99. Brand new Camry starting at just $10,999. And tough Toyota trucks start at just $69.99. During May, every deal is a grand slam at Ernie Palmer's West Side Toyota. Come in and catch yours now. It's funny how jingles work. Like, there's never... There's just... I just sort of feel like the first take is the best take, sort of. Like, on something like that, there does, there's no rhyme. There's not even really any, any, like... It, it's barely a melody. It's barely a melody. Yeah. It's just note, 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 And there's yeah. no structure really to it find, at all. I find I love a local commercial, and I love how they did not even bother to have the... Um, at the, the last shot where they show the the dealership and the, the, uh-huh. the spokesperson who's clearly Ernie Palmer's son... He's identified as like Keith Palmer. Yeah. Keith Palmer's in the shot and then they pull back to show the dealership, but it is not um, like it's not 
level. It's like cattywampus in the shot. Wait, hold on. I disagree. Are, are you talking about the roof? I actually, I love the last shot. I think that it's a nice shot. The 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 ground is level, but it's got a, a cool like kind of pitched roof, right? But it's not pitched. It's just like it's just a bad shot. I don't think that roof is really pitched, is it? I yeah, yeah, it yeah. Look, you can see where yeah, it peaks guess, right there to the left, is. and the ground is totally. I okay. actually, it's funny that I actually really. I mean, this doesn't really. I help stand the, corrected, it doesn't but it help the listening it really, audience. It really like, jumped out of my eye that the, that the word Toyota is on a slant. That's so funny because you know me. I like my when I take photos. I like things like angled and clean lines and like kind of interesting angles. And so that was literally my favorite part of the commercial. Right. I almost brought it up, but um, but it, it's kind of hard to describe on the podcast. Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree about whether we shop at Ernie's uh, uh, Toyota. <laughs> okay, Genevieve. Um, the time, time has come. It's time. What are we about to hear? I think you should just play it. Just play this thing? Yeah. Okay, so this is... This, I've been waiting. I've been waiting all day for a Sunday night, for starters. <laughs> uh, or no, what, I've been waiting all week for a Sunday night? How does the um, Sunday night football theme go? I think waiting all day for, for Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yeah, but I've been, I've been waiting... waiting all year for Sunday night. I've been waiting all week to hear this jingle, which you have dubbed... The most special jingle ever. Let's take a listen. Hi, Genevieve and Andrew. This is Asia, currently in Utah. A few weeks ago, you had said to call in with jingles that you made up, and I have been far too embarrassed to call until now, but this is a jingle I made up in high school. Wait, I don't remember doing this call this out. Was, we asked for jingles that you made up. I think this up. was a passing comment that we made because I, I also don't have a strong memory of saying it although it certainly sounds like something we would say uh-huh sure i think we probably said something like if you've made up a jingle yeah call it in okay. and asia did it so this is okay so she says this is something that she came up with in high school because i saw a wiener schnitzel truck drive by mm-hmm. i'm a wiener you're a schnitzel that's just how it goes i'm a wiener you're a schnitzel so take my hand we'll do do I'll grab you by your schnitzel slab. You'll kiss my wiener mouth. We'll never leave each other's side. Cause you and I, do do I'm a wiener. You're a schnitzel. That's why they call us wiener schnitzel. Bye. <laughs> Was I wrong? Aisha. <laughs> I say this with all earnestness. Marry me. <laughs> that was fantastic. Did I, yeah, and I thought I was worried today because you were so dialed into this that it was going to be a letdown. But I hadn't listened to it since last week, and uh-huh. as soon as I heard it come on, I was like, "Oh no, I was right. It's the most special." No, this is amazing. amazing. I am going to play it again. We got to hear this again. I'm a wiener. You're a schnitzel. That's just how it goes. I'm a wiener. You're a schnitzel. So take my hand, we'll dosey do. I'll grab you by your schnitzel slab. You'll kiss my wiener mouth. We'll never leave each other's side. Cause you and I, do 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 do, wiener, your schnitzel. That's why they call us wiener schnitzel. Bye. And then oh. just mic drop, just out of there. Just, just out. get out just of get there. Just get out. Yeah, oh leave on a hot. Leave them wanting more. That is so good. That's so good. Asia, will you make a jingle for after these messages? You can just sing it like that over the just, phone. Just, like yeah. you're a jingle master. You're a jingle master. That is incredible. I don't know what you're doing professionally with your life, but you need to quit it now. Unless, quit your job. Unless you're a jingle writer. Unless you're a jingle writer. But if you're not, you need to quit it right now and go become a jingle writer <laughs> you can sell anything 
You can sell anything. What a week this was for a, jingles. This was a week for jingles. Folks, please keep it up. This is amazing. This feels like something just so special and awesome. I love it. It makes my heart feel so big. Like Big Hearted Danny. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll give you a real deal on your title pawn. Who unfortunately had elephantitis of the heart. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, that thing was like a roast. <laughs> these people, <laughs> these these folks have laid themselves bare for our entertainment. Please but follow in their lead. But it's so This is worth a place it. where we can all be vulnerable. Yes. I didn't wake up until about halfway through the show today, and it was evident. So now you guys can be vulnerable <laughs> with us. Call us at 607 444 you don't only have to sing jingles on the voicemail line. It's also a great way to like just weigh in on anything you want to weigh in Definitely. on. I love hearing your voice. But you can also sing jingles or just call and let us know what's going on in your commercial world at 607-444-5597. Also, please email us at afterthesemessagesshow at gmail. And that's another great, great way to say uh, send a jingle. If you have a little, if you want to make it on your phone and send it as a file, that we can get it that way too. Sometimes the quality of that is, is even more reliable. Um, and please check out the Facebook group. It is the After These Messages Facebook group. Any idea what image you'll be using for the... Do you want to use the Whisper doll? Oh, God, that's too scary. <laughs> you don't want to scare people away from the it's show? too scary. I'll think about we'll it. We'll figure it out. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you next week. Pisces rising, and you ain't Hoover. You suck like James Dyson. Google the devil, but I feel lucky. Extreme home makeover. Couldn't touch me. Backyards, kittens, puppies, 401ks, Bobos.